Welcome back to another glorious, wonderful episode of the Vinyl Word Podcast. As always, I'm Steve Beach. And I'm Brian Mayer. Hello. I want to say that we now have an official public Facebook page, Brian. We have arrived, finally. Is it, the bar is set that low now? I guess so, yes. Oh, okay, well. It, it is. So, yay. So that's what I worked on this past weekend. Okay. So we now have a, an official public page, the Vinyl Word Podcast. Cool. Facebook. Speaking of Facebook, I've been seeing a lot of news stories and things on there recently about going to Mars. And so what better time to do the record that we chose? Absolutely. We are doing the Planetarium Lecture Series number four, Mysteries of Mars, by Hubert J. Bernhard, who was a lecturer at the Morrison Planetarium. I've been there before, I think. Have you really? No. Okay. (laughs) You got me. Uh, The Planetarium Lecture Series, according to the back of the record, is an attempt to bring the thrill and intellectual stimulation of planetarium lectures into the home and classroom through dramatic recording adaptations of the kind of programs currently offered in planetariums everywhere. I feel sorry for the kids who had to listen to this in their classroom. Yeah. In the 70s. Yeah. um, This guy is, he's not dynamic. He's not interesting. Uh, but they do at least spice it up. There's some there's some music that's happening in the background. Yes. There's, there's some oboe. There's some theremin. And honestly, every now and then, I get a little glimpse of Star Wars. Like it, I would agree. It makes me feel like I'm on Tatooine. Uh, this is a record, I, w- I want to say that it's rife with science, but it's more rampant with speculation. Yes, it is. <laughs> I would definitely agree. Uh, This is a guy who wants to make a barren, rocky planet exciting, so he keeps offering tantalizing hints of what could be life, Yep, but it's not. All right, well, let's get into it. Yep, let's do it. Tonight on Mysteries of Mars, will Jack finally be able to express his love for Tanya? And will Tanya survive her trial by fire? Literal fire? There are dark areas that may be vast regions of primitive vegetation. Is that like vegetation. the alleys of Chicago in the 70s? There are polar Maybe. caps that may be frozen water. Polar caps? Are those and the candies? And there are even larger sections I think they're that called almost snow caps, certainly are desert Ugh. wastelands. Fine. These facts and inferences, even without Steve, the epical flight of the space probe Mariner 4, the history of the so-called canals, and the strange story of its two satellites, are enough Set to make the planet Mars in my one of the most fascinating eyes. objects in the sky. Other fascinating sky there objects, is, to be sure, Halley's Comet, great controversy the Helix Nebula, over the nature of and the polar caps Cruise of Mars is allowed to fly and of real the dark areas, fake and over the possibility of life. But that is to be expected. Mars is a small world. And far the away, of and the difficulties in studying it. Uh, I think are it'd many. be better to say the Kevin Hart. It's of not planets. to be wondered that what astronomers about, differ Steve? over their conclusions, but rather that they are able to arrive at any conclusions at all. <laughs> Morons. Mars is only forty-two hundred miles in diameter. Under the best of conditions, you, it comes still closer never get to there. the Earth than thirty-four and a half million miles. At that Ooh, size and distance, miles. it appears That's no larger than a six-inch at a distance of one mile, and it is far more difficult That's how than Americans the saucer measure distance, to observe. Yes, yes, we do. One would assume, for instance, that the saucer was stationary, 
this guy Mars is, really is now assuming it speeds around the <laughs> sun at 15 miles per second and it spins on its axis once in 24 hours and 37 minutes so that its day is only 41 and a half minutes longer than that of the earth I would get an extra 41 and a half minutes of sleep a day. Trained on the saucer was firmly anchored. Rock on. Those focused on Mars are not. They are mounted on the spinning Earth, Steve, which itself to swings around the sun and take this guy's lunch money. <laughs> One would assume that the <laughs> I mean, saucer could at least be seen occasionally yes. on a clear day. Mars cannot be. It must Poor be studied guy. always Aww. through the obscuring atmosphere Sad of the Earth Mars. and that of Mars itself. In addition, the most effective telescopic magnification that can be used on Mars, or indeed on any five. of the planets, I bet five. is about 900 diameters. Oh, Just a little that off. That is not as productive for Mars yeah. hey, as Steve, 12 power binoculars applied to the, the surface of the moon. Mars expert for 11 years Obviously, the limits of scientific ingenuity are taxed still in the effort proud. to obtain any clear and unequivocal information about the red planet. And much of what is obtained is subject to varying interpretations. In spite of more than three centuries of observation, like his, yeah, they just can't agree on anything. Telescopic discovery about me in the 17th century. He found that yeah. the planet goes through certain limited phases, similar to those of the nearly full moon. Well, the Martian phases. They result from hey, the Steve, fact that I saw them except back when in Mars is directly concert. opposite don't, the sun from us, but we the do not see all out of, of the lighted world. half. I hate the Martian phases, oh. however, are not extreme. We always see at least six-sevenths of the lighted portion, and the planet well, never looks less round if you want to be than the moon within about, about four days of full. <laughs> Galileo's discovery of phases was Galileo, a Galileo, The disclosure that the planet has white caps at the poles and some permanent surface features. Ooh, like a tattoo. Right. It was in 1659 that the astronomer Hyatt 1659, dudes! Markings, the dark, wedge-shaped area known today as Sirtis Major. Better Far from being Sirtis a mere minor, curiosity, Huygens carefully dated Huygens, didn't he invent a beer? to fix the rotation period of Mars oh. to an accuracy oh. Still an of better than one-fiftieth yes. of a second. For the most part, Ooh, unfortunately, second, that kind of Color accuracy is limited to the simple Ooh. physical statistics concerning the planet. Mars, simple we know, is a small world. What, Mars its surface gravity is only about one-third that of the Earth, so that a man who weighs 180 pounds here would find that he tipped the scales on Mars at only 60. Hey, Brian, and I'm going to start that a new he could lift program. correspondingly oh, heavier be? weight. Martian Weight Watchers. You lose a third Mars of your weight on the first day. The sun once in 687 oh, days. So, so that its year is almost <laughs> twice as long as ours. Its mean distance from the sun is 141 million miles. As we shall mathematical discover, term. Oh, this results in a okay. world where temperatures are much lower than on Earth not so low as to rule out the fascinating possibility that life can and does flourish there. Ooh, life on a planet the distance of, of Mars from the sun at any given time varies considerably. Mars is sometimes within 128 million miles of the sun and sometimes as distant as 155 million miles. 
It's the same Coupled emotional with distance the between him and his wife. circular path. This fact makes the distance of Mars from the Earth vary greatly even when they pass closest to one another. The Earth, on an inside track and moving faster, swings past on an inside Mars track and moving every faster, two just like years his handsome and 50 days. It is then, when the planets are in opposition, as astronomers oh, say, every two years, Earth versus Mars, an all-out brawl. Close approach, oh, like to the death. Great as <laughs> I'll kick your astral plane. Or as little as 34 and a half million, depending upon where the planets are in their orbits at the time of passage. It is only every 15 or 17 really years that optimum conditions prevail and the planets pass within 35 million miles Did you or think so. that astronomers leap? This always occurs in I think August so. or September. They don't. Shuffle because awkwardly? Because the Earth passes the yes. point yes. at which the orbit of leap? Mars is closest no. to the Sun I call on August on 28th. The last such favorable opportunity for observations of Mars occurred in 1956. The next oh, we missed it. will be in 1971. Oh, we missed, Darn, it. missed it again. I was born in 72. Oh, such Steve, so close, buddy. And a worldwide network of observers is organized for the occasion. It is largely at such times, like Bonnaroo. and now, when there is a successful launching of a space probe, that major advances in our knowledge of Mars are made. It has long been known, for instance, that Mars has an atmosphere. But the nature of that atmosphere like was strikingly clarified by information returned from the space his wife probe Mariner 4, like Mars, his which passed within thin about 6,100 miles of the planet in July 1965. Previously, it had been believed that the Martian atmosphere consisted largely of nitrogen, which forms the bulk of the Earth's atmosphere, of carbon dioxide. The gas we exhale when we breathe. Well, that's better the than the methane probe, gas however, my boys express. Which indicate <laughs> oh, yes, there is, is much more carbon dioxide than nitrogen. In fact, that carbon dioxide makes up most of the atmosphere. Previously, too, that's where it goes the Martian air out. had yeah. been believed to be right thin. Right from here to Mars. But not nearly as thin as the space probe indicated. <laughs> he said probe. Earlier estimates were that the density of the atmosphere <laughs> that at the be surface funny, of Mars is. is equal to that of the Earth at an altitude of 50 or 60,000 feet. But Mariner radio signals passing through the Martian Marina? atmosphere indicated hmm. that the surface density so like is the equal to the Earth's atmosphere like at 100,000 feet. Mozzarella cheese? Mm. This oh, would be about yeah. 50 times as thin as the Earth's atmosphere at surface levels. Water and oxygen, of course, are major necessities of for the course. support of the kind Duh. of life we know. There's no direct evidence of water vapor in the Martian atmosphere, which implies that if that it is present, this guy. there's less than 5% as much as in the Earth's atmosphere. Similar failure to detect oxygen in the Martian air suggests that there must be less than one-tenth of one percent of that found on Earth. He's very picky. Yeah, there's little he is. doubt about he the really carbon is. dioxide, however, and there's very little question that tiny crystals of this gas exist in the Martian atmosphere at so, great heights. So small. Pictures made at the edge of the planet by Mariner 4 show foggy wisps that extend huh? to an altitude foggy of at least wisps. 60 miles. I think that's the this name his wife gave. This seems truly an effect produced in the atmosphere, 
not a photographic illusion. These carbon dioxide so the real photos from the space rope the are not illusions. Haze, which Good appears to, know. to encompass the planet when it is photographed in blue. My friend James Hendricks used that to write a song, the except he used the word purple in instead. Red or yellow, <laughs> so that pictures made with such filters show surface details clearly. Oh, back when Jimmy Hendrix was a mild-mannered so that right. the surface may be seen Who sharply, yeah. even in violet light. Presumably, the clearing is caused by an increase in temperatures, which causes the crystals to evaporate. Isn't that called condensation? There are other types of clouds in the Martian Could atmosphere, be. too. Bluish-white, semi-transparent veils, which are probably clouds of a cirrus type, drift in the sky at altitudes between 6 and 19 miles. As There's also by a green hazy cloud that comes out of my boys' room sometimes. Yep. They're distributed in belts, which roughly clouds, parallel the equator. Like lower and sometimes they extend over large areas and, and endure a cloud for long looks like period. a medium-sized piano forte. When Mars was near the Earth in 1956, one giant W-shaped cloud of this type Lasted for a month. Steve, did he just make it to mad, every mad, morning mad as world the sun reference? rose? I think he did. He does not every get to do that. Temperatures dropped. It's okay, Brian. It's okay. Still it's, other it's clouds. It's just a record. It's okay. And one Jonathan which, Winters we deserves see, better. Bulk large in arguments about life on Mars are observed at lower altitudes. Believed to be dust storms, they are yellow-brown in color and appear close yellow to brown. the surface. I, I think the human body has Rarely lots of more things than two that are or three miles high. brown. Seemingly, okay, they originate in the Martian right deserts. Often, they obscure large sections of the planet and last for several months, moving at speeds which have been estimated variously at from 3 to 30 miles an hour. The deserts from which these dust storms seem to spring cover about 60% of the surface of the planet. Their reddish color... Okay. And the lack of atmospheric so Steve, just, oxygen. Just to help me summarize here, a large cloud-like shape that, that is red and appears over large swaths of desert, and is only the a few miles which off the ground, sunlight might be a similar to that of a certain brownish like a igneous rock. Okay. I just rolled my eyes if so hard. If this comparison truly I, I indicates the composition of the deserts, then weathering, the process which produced sedimentary rocks on Earth has apparently not been active on Mars. I feel like I'm weathering this album. Although deserts cover most of the surface, the truly fascinating features of the planet are its polar caps and the Snow dark caps? areas once called polar seas, caps. a designation Every abandoned time. because there are no observable bodies of water on Mars. Okay, okay no seas on Mars. And the so Steve, can I call them holes? Seem to interact with one another. A relationship yes. I want to look at Mars's holes. Okay, to no. modern speculation oh, no. about whatever, life on the planet. The interaction is linked to changes in Martian seasons, which are similar to those of the Earth, but almost twice as long. They result from the inclination of the axis of Mars, which, while it has not been measured with great precision, is known to be approximately mm. the same as Lazy scientists. <laughs> in winter, the caps at the Martian poles may be as much as 2,000 miles Martian in Martian poles, isn't that where the aliens go but to vote every four summer, years? Oh, I hope so. I hope they're exercising that duty. Miles, and the southern cap sometimes vanishes. <laughs> where While does it go? Seasonal change is taking place. Corresponding changes occur in the dark areas. The, the parallel with the Earth is so again. obvious mm -hmm. that it leads to the suggestion that the polar caps are made of ice. 
and that as they release water with the coming of spring, vegetation quickens and comes to life in the dark areas. It's All an inviting picture, but arguments as to whether it Ice is valid turns into water seem when it destined melts? to continue for many years. Oh, if, if only we could find a way to have curiosity or perseverance water, on Mars. As many believe, they must be extremely thin, for they melt rapidly. They reflect sunlight in the same manner as ice and snow. And several careful studies have led to the conclusion that they are snow or hoarfrost, not more Ooh, than a fraction of an inch thick. He named thin. that after his wife. As reservoirs, just the polar caps oh. would hold no more okay, water than Lake Erie. <laughs> It has always been difficult to understand how they could melt, because the average temperature at the poles is about 100 degrees below zero. Space modulator. That's how Mr. In an effort to explain the melting, some suggest like that, that the caps buddy. might be clouds of <laughs> ice crystals. But the like idea that. has never found wide acceptance. The manner in which the caps shrink, with only a narrow Swimming dark can cause lots of edges, to shrink. suggests that rather than melting into water, they sublimate passing directly into water vapor, which is taken up by the atmosphere. The analogy is with the manner in which dry ice, frozen carbon dioxide, passes directly from solid into vapor form. And the analogy may be air. fact. Uh -huh. Your analogy Since Mariner 4 revealed the extreme thinness of the atmosphere, nothing. theorists have attempted to construct models of Theorist Mars that Those would account for the observed effect. Right. There are some other fields. Several There's such projects have led experimenters to the conclusion There's that the polar caps are not frozen water, who make but frozen right. carbon dioxide. And then, and then, oh, I have an uncle work in a baseball caps, factory. Yeah. Does that make him a spherist? With the dark yes, areas it is does. Beyond awesome. question. I'll have to let him know that. Okay. As the caps shrink and grow again, the changes in the dark areas include alternating tints of bluish-green in the spring this guy's wearing and brown me, in the autumn. <laughs> the effect starts near the polar region and gradually extends uh -huh. toward the equatorial well, zones. Yeah, he probably this is the opposite of, of the manner in which seasonal changes wants. in vegetation occur on Earth. Here, the new growth rises first in the tropics and extends gradually toward the polar regions. Nevertheless, what we see on Mars could represent the seasonal awakening of plant life. But I doubt it. The reversal effect may be explained <laughs> by supposing that if the polar caps release water, it is carried away through the atmosphere rather than on the ground. Or maybe a bunch the of dark Mars with areas, water which cover maybe. about one quarter of the Martian surface, show some differences during successive close approaches to the Earth. Their boundaries are often modified or extended, yeah. and there is clear <sighs> evidence that they can Wake and do invade the desert region. Whatever else may be said, it's clear that change is it's a commonplace on guy's Mars. Boring. Uh -huh. It is not a dead, inert world. No. Nope. Something. But his personality is, is happening yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That cold, rocky, thin atmosphere planet, Steve. It's a hive of activity. By what with all those dark areas and whatnot. Just look at all the Starbucks. Of chlorophyll. They're all over. Right, the green exactly. coloring matter in earthly vegetation. Here's no trace of it has been found. Like make it a coloring matter. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, it has been pointed out that some earthly mosses, algae, and fungi still contain no mosses. chlorophyll. Uh -huh. 
Hey, you know what, Brian? Just as what, certain really sun-like like creatures well, that you, dwell Steve. on the bottom of the Great too. Lakes yeah, you're a fun and guy. some maggots can subsist on a virtually <laughs> oxygen-free diet. Thus, we know nothing to oppose the idea that life, in a form relatively low on the evolutionary scale, could exist under Martian <laughs> conditions. The temperatures are discouraging, but they're school. not downright prohibitive. Sure the are. average over the entire Why planet not? is about zero on the Fahrenheit scale, as compared with 62 degrees for the Earth. You know, Steve, in a later interview, his wife told him that she wanted him to go of Mars to Mars to study briefly. for life personally. Measurements vary, and strangely enough, but they're in general uh, agreement his that the equatorial the zone same. may enjoy a balmy 50 to 80 degrees at midday. Ooh, balmy. By Sounds nightfall, like the yeah, it does. And during no the night, so it may drop as low as 100 degrees below They're used zero. to it. Yeah. Negative 10? In the middle latitude, the daytime sure. summer temperatures range from 30 to 70 degrees above zero. And in the winter, from 20 to 60 degrees below. Are you willing to tolerate the cold void of space? And they were like, yes. There are forms I've of earthly vegetation that could withstand such extremes. Notably, the hardy lichens which are found growing scale-like on rocks like in the thin, lichens. cold yep. air of mountain peaks <laughs> it's like and alongside earth. boiling mm -hmm. hot springs. <laughs> Strangely enough, I like it like it's such moss, things grow on the I'm earth. Wrong. Is it really conceivable that they, or anything, Ooh. could grow know, on maybe? the forbidding <laughs> surface of Mars? It's inconceivable! <laughs> Why do you use that word, Steve? I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> All right, Steve, we made it, but that one was rough. It was rough. Almost fell asleep. Yeah. Okay, but I have a question for you. Okay. The dark areas! Why didn't he mention the dark areas, Steve? <laughs> Weren't you listening? I think he mentioned them at least five, six dozen times. Oh, my gosh, that guy. <laughs> so, you know, with all this talk of... People like Jeff Bezos and everybody else and Elon Musk wanted to travel to Mars. I just I just thought this would be a good tribute. So, Elon Musk, this episode is for you. <laughs> Steve, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I'd rather we be extra nice to the people in, on this planet who are so rich that they own their own spaceships. Just me. Um, so, uh, to Musk, to Bezos, and to Branson, we respect you. Do not come after us. Because we will not go to Mars. Nope. Mars travel. <laughs> Traveling to Mars. Just hitchhiking. Just sticking out your thumb. Waiting for a spaceship to show up. Showing okay. maybe a little bit of leg. And you're like, they're like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> I contacted you via ESP. And then I got you. And you came right over. And now we're all like, hey, we're going to Mars. Do you want to go to Mars? Yeah, we can go to Mars. <laughs> well, thanks again for listening to another great episode. If you want to send us an email with any feedback or anything at all, contact us at vinylword22 at gmail.com. Thanks, and uh, thanks again. We will look forward to uh, doing the next episode as soon as we can. And until then, uh, keep listening. Thank you. Bye.